Welcome back to East Coast DNA. We have a return guest today, Fiddler Brad Reed, here to talk about his new album and some upcoming performances. Welcome, Brad. Uh, thank you, Brad, for uh, making the trip here today. Yeah, my pleasure. So uh, your new album, uh, you were talking about it back when we uh, sat together in the fall. And it's out now, or what's the release date? Yeah, it's out now. It's been out for about a week. Yep. Uh, last Friday. Um, it, yeah, it's been. I, I, it was out on Bandcamp for for a week, and then uh, everywhere as of May nineteenth. So uh, you can find it out there, Spotify, Apple, whatever. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, physical copies of it yes, as well. Yes, physical copies that are either on my website or Bandcamp. Perfect. And so you've been busy since I talked to you last. Yeah. Uh, we've run into each other once or twice maybe, but uh, I, I do see your presence online and I know you've been uh, continuing <laughs> ripping around the province. Yeah, I think, well, when did I last see you? Was it? Uh, the October, November time. Right, for, yeah, uh, for the, the, for the interview. Thing. And then so, I guess we ran into you at ECMA. Yeah, a little too. bit, but... So over the winter and January, I was, you know, finishing up the album a lot. But then I got to go to uh, uh, Scotland and Ireland. Um, I, did, I went to the Celtic Connections Festival in Glasgow, Scotland in January and played on the uh, Danny Kyle uh, open stage over there. Cool. With a, few, uh, a few local musicians that I wrangled up to, uh, to be my band. Uh, so that was fun there. And then I went to a conference in Ireland. It was the first time that this conference happened. Your Roots Are Showing, it's called, mm -hmm. which was another great uh, time, just in, like in a small town in uh, Monaghan County in uh, uh, Ireland. Did a showcase and, you know, met a lot of pe great people over there and had some tunes, drank a lot of Guinness, and... Uh, Funny about that, there's a there's a tune around here that people play on the fiddle that is almost always requested for weddings, maybe funerals. It's just one of those kind of slow kinds of tunes that is a really nice one. And uh, it was made popular by uh, Natalie McMaster. She recorded it back around 95 or something. Everyone just kind of, assume, kind of assumes it's, a, it's an old traditional tune that, you know, was written in Scotland 200 years ago. But uh, so I was at one of these sessions at the conference in Ireland and playing tunes at the end of the night. And then this tune comes up. And so we play it and I finish it or we all finish it. And then uh, we're like, oh, OK, that's one I actually know. That's really that's a popular one back home. And there's a guy sitting beside me. He's like, oh, yeah, I wrote that one. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he wrote it about. 20 30 years ago or something like that but it, it's just so i told them that it's you know we everybody knows it here and it's mm -hmm. played in weddings and you know all the time and he's like oh that's cool <laughs> awesome <laughs> that's uh morris lennon yeah wrote the tune uh, if ever you were mine well, hopefully he's getting a little kickback there somewhere along the <sighs> yeah, line hopefully, yeah. maybe maybe he did in the mid 90s there when it was <laughs> yeah well, when it got recorded really pushed really so. yeah that's that's my uh key time for being aware of that stuff because i worked at the record store back then so oh, yeah. I, I remember the album being out and everything so okay cool that's pretty funny yeah so uh now that you're back here in canada yeah uh what's new for you here in nova scotia you're doing a lot of uh performances is that what's keeping you moving around um now 
I mean, really, it's been, I've been tied up with just getting the album out there. So now that that's out, I'm looking like I've got a, a official album release show coming up on uh, June 18th in, in, uh, in Halifax. Is it the Carlton? Yeah, the Carlton. Awesome. And really just kind of more planning for the future, like either the fall or, you know, even next year. I mean, I've been starting to make or meet people and make uh, contacts with um, venues, you know, in other places that require like a little bit more time to put something together. For so, sure. So if I'm going to go to the States or something, then that's more something I'm looking at for next year. So right now it's kind of like planning a lot for maybe some little tour to Ontario or something like that in the fall. Um, and then, you know, show little shows along the way, but mostly just kind of planning for the, <laughs> for the, for a proper kind of tour and, and release of this new album called the bridge, by the way. Yeah. And, um, from us talking back in the fall, uh, we were really talking a lot about, uh, and that one, I was talking about your music video with the BMX biking yeah, and everything. Yeah. So now that the album's out, do you have a single that you're pushing out right now on radio or anything? Or is there, or maybe even better, is there more music videos coming? Well, there, there are, I'm going to do some videos, but it's not, there's nothing quite yet. But what the song that, or the track that I'm kind of pushing out at the moment is the second one on the album called Real New, uh, and that's R-E-E-L, mm -hmm. because it wasn't originally the track that I wanted to push out first, because, I mean, I love so much of the, the music on this. I've gotten to work with a few great uh, piano players that just kind of really made it fun and, and bass, too, whereas, like, my last album, I played guitar and fiddle, so I feel like... Um, well, this one is just a little bit more collaborative, mm -hmm. uh, and I and so it's I was pleasantly surprised by some things, and I'm just like, oh, this turned out so great. But anyway, so the so the second tune after having people uh, listen to it a lot, the album that seems to be the one that people kind of gravitate towards, especially if you're not like a diehard fiddle fan, but you just kind of just as a as a good sounding you know tune that I think appeals to most people. Um, so that's the one that I'm sort of suggesting people uh, take a listen to, and I would most likely put a video out for uh, first. Oh, that's something Real to keep name. an eye out for. And we're a big fan of uh, puns on the show. <laughs> that when uh, Andrew was doing titles for me, he always made sure he put a, 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 yeah. a little good pun in every title for the episodes. And uh, of course. Andre Petipa and the Giants have been frequenting the podcast and andre's always really quick and witty with a pun we, we have an episode that just came out that was full of them even even off air there was even more awesome so. I, I saw him do a little casual uh open mic kind of thing at ecmas yeah and he i just saw him do a few songs of his own before he started calling people up and uh so good like i just i loved all he was i think it was mostly covers that he was doing but yeah they were all like right at that time that I, you know, I was listening to all that music too, which was probably like mid to late nineties or something. He was doing all this oh, yeah. great stuff. Yeah. The they, uh, they do somewhat frequent, uh, nineties cover nights and stuff too. Like yeah. with 
other collaborations and everything. But yeah, his solo set does have a lot of good uh, 90s mixed in there for oh, sure, yeah. maybe it's a little awesome. bit early 2000s. But uh, yeah, it's it, it hits the, the wheelhouse for uh, people of a certain age for sure. Yeah. I think we're both uh, in that demographic. <laughs> so uh, music videos, new album, and some tour dates. You mentioned being more collaborative and being that you were just touring around overseas. Mm -hmm. And I know that you're uh, quite well connected here in uh, Nova Scotia, at least, because I, I, I see you out and about. And I, like I said, I see you online. So I'm aware of some of the people that you interact with. So yeah. is there uh, any new collaborations that you have coming up or something for people to look forward to? Well... I mean, I guess even just with the album, so if people don't know it already, you know, there's a, I guess, you know, pretty much half the tracks were with uh, Kim Dunn playing piano. And, uh, you know, if you don't know him, he, I mean, he used to play with Rita McNeil. He plays a lot with uh, Heather Rankin these days, Matt Anderson, just generally a, a good, you know, a great piano player. We all... I have a similar background to him in that we both kind of studied jazz oh, okay. uh, at St. FX. So, uh, you know, I, th I knew that by getting him to play on certain things, it would give it that, like, almost jazz, pop, blues kind of feel that I wanted to go for um, with this album. You know, that was kind of part of the, the reason why I called it the bridge. To mm -hmm. me, it was like... It was like bridging the old traditional Celtic music with, you know, stuff you would hear on the radio today, listening to like the top 40 or whatever, you know, Taylor Swift or, or whatever. It's just kind of, yeah, blending those two uh Kind styles. of pulling the, the trad into modern a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so the fiddle part a lot of the times will sound very traditional mm -hmm. um but it's all original music all all my own music of course there is some tracks that won't sound too traditional i don't know depends what you think like I, to me i can hear you know i'll hear i hear more of a difference between something that sounds really traditional and something that sounds like modern fiddle but somebody else might just say oh it's just fiddle yeah <laughs> yeah fiddle. yeah it depends on how nuanced your uh, yeah, exposure but, is to it yeah but so that was fun having kim play on a few tunes uh troy mcgillivray is uh, you know a well-known uh, traditional piano and fiddle player so he plays on a bunch of uh, the tracks too that are traditional but also um stray a little bit from the like stri really strict traditional piano uh, and then I've got a classical pianist, Jennifer King. She does one of the one of the tunes as well, that was written um, based on this kind of with the idea. There's a, a Canadian composer, and her name is uh, Anne Southam or South Southam, yeah, Southam, I think. <laughs> and she wrote this uh, music for piano that uh, just all these really floaty kind of repetitive lines that uh, I heard on the radio one day and and um just kind of inspired this fiddle tune to kind of be in that style so you know i think there's a lot of different things about this album that if people want to check out it's not just going to be your typical fiddle album so you know i think that's fun as far as future collaborations um i have some ideas uh nothing really planned i i like the idea of working with somebody 
that is maybe like a producer, like a pop producer. I haven't found or thought of the right person yet, but uh, someone to do, you know, add like some electronics and just like a real produced pop kind of sound, sure. but with the fiddle. So, um, yeah, that could be something to <laughs> try. It, in the anyone future. watching that fits that bill, uh, look out for Brad and reach out yeah. to him online there somewhere. Yeah, he's, sure. he's looking for collaborators. I know there's a couple people that uh, do watch this that would definitely fit into that category anyway. Cool. So um, we're sitting here on a Sunday morning, <laughs> and uh, you're ripping by Pecto County, so you were able to stop in. Uh, what uh, what has you on the move so early on a Sunday? <laughs> well, today, uh, well, this summer marks the 50th anniversary of the Cape Breton Fiddlers Association, which was started 50 years ago. Um, when there was a documentary aired on CBC TV called The Vanishing Cape Breton Fiddler. And so that it was about that it was about the fact that, you know, a lot of the fiddlers in Cape Breton were were older kind of generation and that there was it looked like it wasn't being picked up by the younger sure. folks and that it was potentially gonna die off, you know. But this wasn't really happening. But anyway, it just i think it just kind of um made everyone um made uh it inspired you know this first concert in glendale for to invite all the fiddlers on the island and just get this big you know and annual concert going saying like yeah here the fiddle's still here and it kind of rejuvenated things and anyway i my grandfather was a member of the cape Breton fiddlers from early on i don't know if it was from the beginning but i started playing fiddle by going to watch a concert um one of the Cape Breton Fiddlers Association concerts with him in it. And that's when I saw other uh, kids my own age uh, playing the fiddle. And I was like, oh, cool, I want to do that. Because before that, I just thought it was my grandfather and like other old people that played the fiddle. <laughs> so I guess that it worked. That's what they were looking yeah, for. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so today, uh, I'm on my way to a practice because we're getting ready to you know play with that group over the summer. And so this is... Yeah, going down to the Gale College to awesome. hang out with that crowd today. And when uh, when is the event? If anybody that wants to is catch up, the big festival for the Cape Breton Fiddlers is the third weekend in August. So okay, I think, I think it's eighteenth, nineteenth, twentieth, with the big concert being on this Sunday um, at the Gale College. So it's a usually a nice big outdoor concert. I'm just mentally doing the math from different people that have been on lately. And, like, there's plenty of time to plan for that. And I can't think of anything else we've announced that's at that exact same time. Because there's a lot of big events right at the end of July, beginning of August. And there's a lot on Labor Day weekend. But you're in that pocket right in the middle of August that cool. there's an open window there. That's something to keep an eye on for sure. Yeah. be a good time of year for people that maybe aren't from the area to take a drive up to. Usually uh, we have good weather that time of year for a little yeah. Cape Breton drive. Or Oh, yeah. It'll be a good – it's a good time to be around there, yeah. Awesome. And when you're up in the uh, HRM area, yeah. uh, I know you do spend a frequent mm -hmm. amount of time up there. Is there any usual stomping grounds that people will keep an eye out for you to show up? Or it's uh, – um. As as availability of Brad and the venues comes up, yeah, I don't. I'm not really a regular performer anywhere in Halifax. It's more so just uh, where I where I live or mm -hmm. in Dartmouth, 
and I'll pop around here and there. You'll, yeah, it's just, no, not nowhere regular. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'll, I'll go out to the sessions every now and then, you know, um, like the, there's a Oxford street one, the tap room. Um, well, see, now that's something I'm not as familiar with. Uh, we've had a few people, especially because of the type of shows that I tend to frequent when I'm in the city, I usually land up at like the seahorse or the mm-hmm. marquee or something. So yeah. I'm familiar with the local and like, there's a lot of jazz musicians and stuff that will hang out there through the yeah. week and play different things. So, um, for the traditional stuff, is that where you should be going is the tap room or? I mean, that's a Wednesday night thing. It's pretty slow. It's like low key, but mm-hmm. fun. If you're, especially if you're a player. Um, sure. But then another popular one is Dirty Nelly's on Sunday afternoon. Okay. Uh, Shannon Quinn hosts a session there. Um, I mean, I those are Irish in, mostly in, in nature, which mm-hmm. I, I love Irish music, and I play a little bit of the tunes, but um, I don't make it out to those sessions as much as I would. Sure, like, yeah. But, but they're there, and they're fun. I just, yeah, I'll, I, I'm around occasionally. I like to go out and check out other people's music, too. Yeah, for sure. And the hat, uh, I don't remember if we talked about it on the last time that we recorded an interview, but I've had a conversation with you about it. So your name, Brad Reed, as a musician, your logo is like the stylized of your own handwriting, and the hat is the same font. Yeah, it's just, I mean, yeah, it's just something I I like, you know, I just, I think... I don't even know why, but it, it's got that uh, that um, design that is a little bit uh, more modern, I guess. You know? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. Eh, it's just something I thought I liked when it I... makes it easily identifiable, too, because <laughs> it says Fiddler right there, so you're exactly. the Fiddler in the room. Yeah. Are those something that you sell as well? Like, is that merchandise that people can buy? Uh, or is yes, that, it yeah, is, yeah. yeah. It's on my website, although... I'll have to double check that because there might have been sold out. But okay. Uh, yeah, but no, it is something I, I sell. Something for people to look for. And the physical albums, uh, can you buy those on Bandcamp or is that just live yep. shows? Okay. Bandcamp, uh, website, and yeah, live. And and they come with a QR code inside that you can scan and, and just you know, download the tracks. Awesome. If you're, if you're into that and don't have a, don't have a CD player. Yeah, well, obviously you can tell from what's behind me that I, I like the physical media but i do have a lot of technology as well so I, having the both options is awesome yeah i love it when i get the physical media and i have the bonus of having the digital copy with the code or yeah if there's I mean, something in there i think it. digital is just a part of the, the way we uh, it's how we ingest it yeah. regardless of how much i like the physical media i ingest most of it digitally especially yeah. i do have a cd player in my car though so the, those people that i have uh, purchased cds from or have been gifted cds from over the last few months they have been getting regular use in the car anyway. yeah good yeah i like to listen to them in the car too yeah no that's always a good time so uh, anyone that wants to follow what's going on with you should, is your website the main source for information or is there a social media platform or preference i mean yeah the website is great that's bradreed.ca um i i'm always posting on instagram too brad reed fiddler uh any of my social stuff is is brad reed fiddler um i like to send out emails too that are just a little bit unique so you're not mm-hmm. going to really see that those 
you know go on the website or social media so you can sign up for those on my website too and get a little behind the scenes stuff. yeah and for anyone listening i know a lot of our guests have been talking about the newsletters and whatnot lately they really are a great source of information because we're all so used to having these little tidbits information from social media yeah that now that I'm signed up to quite a few newsletters through the podcast account, I'll, I'll sit down every once in a while and go through. And it is nice to sit down and spend a few minutes actually ingesting like a full version of what's happening instead of just picking up the little tidbits yeah, and trying to piece it together. Well, I kind of do two different sorts of emails because for me, I don't think it, they all have to be like, I don't really call it a newsletter because sure. sometimes I'm just sending out like a little note and it's literally yep. like two sentences or something it's just like open it up read it you know delete it or whatever yeah (laughs) because you know if if you are assigned up to a whole bunch of stuff maybe you don't want to be going through a lot of emails all the time but then again sometimes i'll do like a blog post you know which will be a more substantial Mm -hmm. kind of uh article or something and then i'll send out a link to that so i mean yeah the the thing is it's just a it's just an easier way and a more personal way i think to connect with people if it's if it's by email and the album's available on all streaming services for anyone that uh, isn't running right out to grab a physical copy yeah as far as i know yeah it should be (laughs) perfect um so at the end of the video there will be some links in the description there will be some links and uh for anyone watching if you uh stay tuned here for a moment i uh believe we have a little bit of a, there's an <laughs> instrument sitting here, so take a quick break, and uh, hopefully we'll be treated to a little performance. All right, thank you.
awesome. Thank you very much. Uh, what, what else? You should play Guns N' Roses. <laughs> Guns N' Roses. Okay. Uh, I'm going to see them this summer, actually. Let's see. Awesome. <laughs> I'll see you then. Have a few more minutes here before you have to take off again, too. Sure. I uh, do appreciate you taking the time to perform for us. Uh, so in the next couple weeks, uh, we're entering into summer festival season. Yeah. I know uh, a few of the guests that we've had on over the last while are involved in a few different ones. Is there anything where you're into, you have your finger a little bit more on the pulse of traditional music in the region than I do, which is funny being that I run an East Coast music podcast. <laughs> and we do cover the traditional music, but it's sparse when you start uh, counting in all the different genres that we're covering. Yeah. Um, is there anything in that area that you would uh, recommend that people keep an eye out for this summer? Um. Well, I mean, there's all sorts of festivals up around Cape Breton um, so that are great if you want to see fiddle festivals, you know, Big Pond, Broad Cove, uh, the Glendale Concert, Cape Breton Fiddlers Festival, which I already said. Mm -hmm. um, there's, a, there's a couple of new things happening in Halifax. The Alderney Library is doing some concerts this summer, so I'm going to be playing one of those, oh, cool. I believe, on July 21st, just a noon, one-hour outdoor kind of concert that's a beautiful spot when the sun's out though like for to enjoy something like yeah. that for sure yeah and then there's uh there's public gardens concerts happening all the time in halifax um uh there i think there's another series in dartmouth down there near like next to alderney landing out in the out in ferry terminal park um i mean there are lots of other Things. There's Kemp Shore Music Festival happening, you know, acoustic festival. Um, so, yeah. Definitely, definitely lots to Folk keep an eye out for. Lunenburg Folk okay. is a good one. Yeah. yeah. And uh, getting into the fall now that you have the album out and you're pushing stuff from that, I'm assuming that uh, you'll also be making a journey down to Yarmouth for Music Nova Scotia's yeah, Music Yeah, definitely. Week. Uh, planning to go down there um i don't know yet exactly uh what i'll be or you know how long i'll be there or whatever but sure. i try to go to those things if i can yeah yeah and we're planning to be in there in some capacity as well so we'll okay. have to plan another little follow-up you can be <laughs> one of our uh, triple dippers on the cool. podcast <laughs> nice Awesome. And so now outside of the traditional music, uh, where in your own influences, you try to mix in a little bit of modern, mm -hmm. what uh, are you listening to in East Coast music that would you consider maybe a little bit more modern than what people may associate a fiddler with? Well, it's funny you should say that because just yesterday... I had this idea, and I'm probably going to do this, it's just a matter of the time, for like a fun sort of cover song video 
of a of a tune by uh, like a motorcycle oh yes yeah and it would just be all fiddle like violin kind of overdubbing almost like a string quartet mm-hmm. you know, bridgerton style i guess you would you would say um you know i like that i like that band i like hard kind of rock stuff but i also you know like pop i've been listening to a new i mean this isn't local but uh, the new kesha album mm-hmm. which is which i i like um locally i think bridget from Turo is is doing good music so i might uh, I met one of them a few months ago at something local here. My cousin is a opera singer, and he was performing, and oh, okay. she was there uh, watching that performance. Okay. Um, yeah. What? Who else? I mean, I've got a lot of friends now in the local music scene, so it's you know I could just list all of them. But specifically that I'm listening to, um, yeah, I think those are the ones really. Well, the, the intro's really close, so if uh, any of the ladies are listening to this episode <laughs> with Brad here, uh, maybe drop us a line, send us oh, an yeah, email, should, or pop on Instagram. On. They're, they're great. Yeah, I believe their business card's sitting in my... A few people that have been here for interviews in person have noticed that I have a, a large, like, punch bowl size glass bulb on my front entry, and it's full <laughs> of stickers and business cards. It's all musicians. It's wow. That's that's where I go to if I'm stumped, but I haven't had to fish through the ball in a while, that's for <laughs> sure. So I, I maybe should and see if there's anyone that I missed out on, but uh, mm. th- they definitely are one of the ones in that pile, so I'll have to keep I an ha- eye out. I, I'm actually re- recording on one of their new projects. Oh, cool. So I don't know if they've announced it or anything, but... So they have something new coming up. Something else to keep an eye out for and yeah. a good tie-in. So they definitely should reach out. And if I don't hear from them, I'm probably going to end up digging into that bowl. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And uh, is there anything else that uh, you wanted to share with your fans today? Or for your new fans, any uh, directions you want to point them? Um, I don't know. I mean, I think... It's really helpful for uh, us to, you know, musicians to have people uh, following them on their, you know, in social media and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's a real easy thing that people can do. And just especially if you're kind of interested in what <laughs> we're doing, just follow and, you know, helps. Another uh, good presence that I did, we have a mutual acquaintance in uh, Daryl Cameron from the Blue Acres. His little uh, Facebook group has grown quite a bit. It's not a little Facebook group (laughs) anymore. And I I do, uh, at least every Friday, Daryl's good for posting like what's going on to everybody. And when everyone's putting in their responses, Mm -hmm. I like to flip through that and see what's happening. And there seems to be. Yeah, he's he's on the ball with the community stuff. Yeah, that's that's probably like seventy five percent of where I'd get any information for things that would be uh, considered a little bit more traditional or folk. Okay. Uh, for Nova Scotia region, anyway, for sure. Um, I don't know if there's anyone else that you've been playing with lately that maybe has anything else coming up. Um. Oh, Kim, you mentioned Kim Dunn that you uh, played with. It, I know he was here in Picto last year. I managed to catch him one night with uh, O&O Sound and uh, another local performer. Well, 
someone that I have done a lot of playing with over the years who's just, just recorded some new material last week, I think, or the week before, is uh, Ryan Cook. Mm-hmm. So he's got something coming soon. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I don't know much more about it than that, but that's something to be on the uh, lookout for. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, the friends of mine in, ha- in Halifax, the Bombadils, Sarah Frank yes. and Luke Frazier, they've got a new album out that's great. Folk, you know, fiddle, banjo, bass. That's a name that I haven't met them yet, but that is a name that over the last couple of years podcasting that they've popped up and they, they definitely know people that we know. Yeah, and their album is only, I don't know, a few months old, so... Mm-hmm still pretty fresh and it's uh but it's but it's good yeah and sarah had uh did some vocals on uh melina coolen's album that we featured on one of our episodes oh, okay. there last year as well and, and uh jade bennett who i would now uh, call a friend so there, there you go cool. there, there's definitely a lot of interconnections in that area for yeah. sure huh. and uh you said that you're going to go see Guns N' Roses coming <laughs> yes. up. So I am a little curious outside of our regular East Coast chat. Um, you're a little bit of a metalhead as well. I'm or is, it, is, that, is that the era thing like we were talking about earlier? It's just uh, it's hitting the, the right demographic for you. Well, I mean, it's a little bit of that. But also um, there's something about electric guitar. Like I love Slash, you know, from Guns N' Roses. Also like Zach Wild, Black mm-hmm. Sabbath. <laughs> uh, there's something about the electric guitar in that the way it has that sustaining sound that is similar to you know I play saxophone, violin. Like you've got you can really sustain that sound and and it's got I don't know I've just always been drawn to the electric guitar in that. I could see relations between like the the two specific guitars that you're talking about are like big and like solos yeah and i could see the tie-in with fiddle music i i could kind of see it like because like you say like you're sustaining some of those notes yeah and, then, and plus the jazz background that you have from your education too that yeah to kind of freestyle a little i have like from way back when i was a kid i mean i've never i play guitar but i've never focused on guitar as uh my main thing but when i was a kid like four three or four or whatever i have these memories of of taking these big cardboard boxes and cutting them into the shape of a electric guitar and then coloring them with the uh yeah with the smelly markers you know the the blueberry and lemon and all yeah. that stuff and so then i'd be like rocking out with my cardboard electric guitar playing along with the music um uh, and i just i don't know i just always loved the electric guitar and those and those kinds of things now a few years ago when i was i got to tour with uh, Cirque du Soleil for a show yes and my job was to play clarinet and saxophone and guitar wow um and so for the guitar part I was playing uh, like electric guitar and basically had to play this kind of like you know real fun like sort of shredding solo yeah in one of the uh one of the parts of the show so in my training in in Montreal I worked with a guitar coach and we just sort of like worked out this really cool solo and he showed me some some fun things on the guitar so that was like you know making my electric guitar dreams come true i have to ask <laughs> did you ever take the bow out and start taking that to the guitar <laughs> no, like i would be I, too t- see that's why i don't play anything because you can see that 
you've been here before. Every time somebody comes here, it looks different. And the technology behind the podcast is a little bit different. Yeah. Because I can't leave it alone. I got to keep <laughs> messing with it. So there's no way that I could have a bow and be playing with guitar yeah. and not Well, it's try been that done. Out. Oh, it's definitely been done. Yeah. yeah. But no, I, I haven't done it. Uh, I wouldn't want to do it with my with my good bow. No, I suppose it'd be a little bit more important like that you get a... You, you're going to be a step back in your career for a little bit if you <laughs> damage that. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that'll be fun to check out Guns N' Roses for sure. Awesome. And now I was not aware. I was aware of the Cirque du Soleil, but I just assumed that it was tied back in with fiddle. Yeah, it actually wasn't at all. Like, we did have a violin player on mm-hmm. the tour, but I was playing clarinet, saxophone, acoustic guitar a little bit, and electric guitar. And it was also an ice show, right? So I was skating like playing clarinet. Wow. Yeah, so that was <laughs> There's a unique skill that we have not uh discussed with anyone. No. Skating. So did you perform while you were skating? Oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it was That's choreographed impressive. and everything. Like I was That's the lead. You need you need some photos up with the saxophone yeah. just to throw people off from the fiddler part. Just yeah. just to make them curious. And then your lead is that you you can skate while you perform. I know it's uh, it's it's something. I, I it may it makes me think of. Uh, I I was really into watching Ted Lasso. Yeah. And have you seen any, any of? Oh that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so it just wrapped up um, the other day, and they you know seen some interviews and stuff, and and the guy that played Danny Rojas, he was talking about how he loved um, being able to because he's actually a, a decent soccer player. And he'd like to be able to put the two things that he loves like in one, like acting and, mm-hmm. and playing soccer. So, uh, you know, I grew up playing hockey. Um, I never thought I'd pl- I'd be skating and playing clarinet. Sure, yeah. But, uh, but it was fun getting to, getting to do those two things. Do you have any hockey-themed songs? Uh, I, think, I think you need a hockey-themed song, and no. you need to do a music video with you skating in a hockey rink while you're performing a song <laughs> during a game. Wow. I think okay. that can be arranged. Yeah, okay. I'll have to think about that. We can chat about that later. Yeah, if it, <laughs> I guarantee I could find volunteers to fill the ice to be the player. So okay. if, if you could actually do the skating around the ice, then <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we're on. If this yeah. ever happens, I'm, I'm claiming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was the creative source there. <laughs> All right. Perfect. And so now that we're into summer, yeah. I know that uh, it's making me a little bit more anxious to get behind the wheel, even though I was ripping around all winter for some reason. Uh, but yeah, in the summer, do you plan on doing a little bit more traveling? Like I know you're always on the highway because every time I talk to you, you're on your way one direction or the other. Yeah. I think the only travel is just going to be back and forth, like in Cape Breton and Halifax and mm-hmm. some things here and there, um, you know, over the, yeah, just in Cape Breton and, uh, it's just fun. I like to get down there and and uh, play a little bit, and you know, do the, go to some sessions, and just you know, you learn from being around other people, and and that's where that's where the most people are that enjoy fiddle music around here. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's and I think uh, the Rock the Fiddle Festival is that a new one this year? Yeah, I yeah. think that's new. I don't think that's fiddle based no there's a bunch of rock bands it's just i think it's happening by the big fiddle like okay that's why they called it rock the fiddle yeah um 
but yeah, it's great. I mean, we can always use more music festivals. I think we, we got to get you in there for a, a guest appearance on one of those <laughs> one of those performances yeah. on that bill. Well, that's another thing. I, I also have thought of doing kind of kind of like a hard rock, heavy metal album, if not mm-hmm. just a single, like fiddle, but real hard sounding. So that could be fun. Oh yeah, there's definitely, uh, there's absolutely people that are listening to this right now that are excited by you saying that because <laughs> you you have got the vortex there of we we do have fans that are into the latter heavier music and then we do have fans that are into more your traditional East Coast styles yeah uh, but we definitely have there's a convergence there <laughs> in, in our demographic so I, I'm sure you just piqued the interest for a few people so go out there and follow brad online to see what he actually does have come up over the next few months uh go out and listen to the album and if you like it go out and give it a purchase as well so you can uh, support brad and encourage him to release more in the future and uh hopefully we can uh, play our cards right so we can align some type of follow-up in the fall either leading up to or at uh, Music Nova Scotia's Music Week. Cool. And uh, I'd like to thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks. And uh, thank you for the performances. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we got a – looks like a little bit better day after a couple of days of rain here. So uh, hopefully we got some good travel weather and uh, we'll get yeah. the curtains open and get some sun in here. Yeah, I mean, when I, when I just left – it was still a little overcast, but we're happy to have lots of rain around Halifax because of all the yes, fires. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully, uh, by the time uh, most people are listening to this, that's something that had happened in the past. Yeah. I know as of this morning, it's still ongoing. So uh, hopefully you get those fires under control soon and uh, we can all breathe a sigh of relief and uh, get on with rebuilding into the summer. All right, so uh, Brad, once again, thank you for stopping by. It's always a pleasure. And uh, anyone that enjoyed the performance and you're a performer yourself, I encourage you to stop by and do a performance for me. It would be much appreciated. And I think the fans of the show like to hear a little something different in the middle of the interviews as well. So uh, I do want to thank you for that again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, follow Brad online and we'll uh, be talking to you all again soon. Thank you.